Welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Four out of five authors who have been on this show recommend listening to it. Four out of five? Who? Who doesn't? Well, we can't just publicly call them out. That would be rude. Dang. Very, uh... <laughs> That's so disappointing. Uh, I will say, hi, I'm Atheon. If my sound quality is a little bit different this episode, it's because I'm still uh, in the process of moving. Nearly done, and I will be done by the time next episode rolls around. But at this point, uh, I am not on my usual computer, nor in my usual place of doing uh, recording. So, <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Eunice. Uh... I write things, and today I went and bought a lot of stuff that I didn't need because it was on sale, and I have a lack of self-control. <laughs> That's very solid. You're taking the me approach to your introduction this time, where you give just like enough information to get the point across, but like nothing else. I see that. Uh, today, we have a guest. We have a guest. Uh, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Um, hello, I'm Cernel. I ride mycology and autology on Royal Road, and that's pretty much it. You know, that's solid. Uh, <laughs> as a guest, uh, we're bringing your idea to it this time around, so do you want to go ahead and explain it to us? Uh, yeah, sure. So, everyone here is pretty much semi-aware of like how much lit RPG and VR MMO stuff uh, is out there, right? Uh, when you say everyone, like, I don't know what the readers' backgrounds are. I mean, the listeners', listeners backgrounds are. Yeah, you, you kind of have to... Fair. I assume, like... Uh, we might have some who do not regularly read this. The, my idea is pretty much just a story that's pretty much just a VR MMO reviewer, where the whole point of the story is just to review the MMOs and the let RPG systems of existing stories and see how they would function against actual game standards. Probably a niche one. Oh, that sounds more like like a serial short story thing. And you couldn't actually take the literal systems that they use. You'd have to take like exports of it that uh, you know are close enough that you can tell which one you're talking about, but are far enough away that you don't necessarily run into issues with uh, direct copying. Yeah. Wait, so the story is that there's somebody who what, plays and reviews these games? Yeah, essentially they play and review uh, a bunch of different games that are essentially like copies of VR MMO um, titles from essentially other stories. And let RPG type stories. Okay, so then they get like scored on like the game itself as well as how well three it out of matches. ten completely unplayable everybody gets random skills for some reason <laughs> and then but there's also a score for like how well it actually matches this the story that it's based on no that I, I mean you could have them great on that but i think that more they would be like here's how the mechanics fit with the tone of the world that this is in okay or how well the systems in play function. So that's that's like, that that's the job of the main character. Is that what we're going with? 
they're a video game reviewer basically, but their niche is lit RPG based game. VR MMO games, yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have to say it. It's the it's actually it's the lit RPG stories like in the actual yeah. story, you know. We could just like put put lookalikes and then which the main character can essentially just shit out. Okay, so this is kind of just like a, a roasting of the of the genre in a fun way. Yeah, it's essentially like a fun Very much roast of the genre. So I can see this sort of working out. Um, I think the biggest red flag to me just off the bat is that it's not really a th- narrative through line here so you kind of have to come up with one yourself yeah like the character needs to somehow develop while playing and making fun of these games <laughs> i mean you could sort of turn it into a double um like like a sort of double meaning here because um, there is that sort of, I guess I would say standard, but it's not really standard. Um, but it sort of reflects the change in the way that internet reviewing has gone over time. Because, like, a lot of, if you look at the history of the way that we've done video game reviewing, is it, like, started out as, it started out at the very beginning as, like, honest reviews of things. But then it sort of twisted and was like, okay, we're doing funny reviews. And then people are like, well, it's funny to be angry at things. So why don't we make these characters that are angry at the things we're reviewing all the time? And then we've sort of come back around over time to the idea that like, hey, we liked these properties to begin with for a reason. So why don't we, why don't we be more honest with ourselves, even if we're not, you know, a wholly on board with everything? Yeah. So, you could you could kind of make uh, an interesting story out of a progression with that, where they where they like start going down the rabbit hole of getting like mad at these games just for doing the same thing over and over again, and then let's say you throw like a good one in there somewhere, like a good game in there somewhere, and they're like, hey, no, I actually like this, and when I think about it, it's been doing a lot of the things that have been done before, so let's. Give it a second look. So essentially, um, you you would do a couple of ones early on that like you can tell that the game system is like almost there, but something's a little off, and the guy's just, guy or girl is just like ridiculously angry about it for some reason. And like, you would probably want to do it actually, just constructing it wise, um, in a sort of main story and then interlude story style thing where your main story is just like a series of experiences that they have in the game right and then your sort of interlude ish is just like you straight up write their review of the game um when i first thought of the idea as you said i thought of it as more of an episodic or short story ish type of story well that's where i was going it's not like novella length but it's not like short either there's a name for it, I just can't remember it right now. You mean in between short story and novella? Yeah. Novelette? Sure. Okay, Any- anyways. Like, so if you wanted to have a narrative arc, I guess, like, you could have this person, like, start out as just, you know, some 
some like rando on the internet making these little oh no a novella is in fact 10,000 to 40,000 words so yeah that's about what I expect okay <laughs> anyway continue but you can have them be like this little like internet nobody just kind of posting their opinion on things on the internet and it just happens to be kind of like funny and engaging so they gradually actually become more famous over time and like you can follow their like career <laughs> as well on top of the yeah game it's reviews. a meta story and a story and a meta meta story <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> they could yeah they could have a what a twitch channel or a youtube channel and uh you know uh, suddenly they start getting like sponsors and people sending them free stuff don't you mean a legally distinct from twitch channel and a legally distinct from youtube channel <laughs> yeah yeah that. we call it wiggle instead and then you have to deal with the ethical dilemmas of sponsored content and conflict of interest versus yeah. making money <laughs> yeah I, I like the idea of having the legally distinct from Twitch and legally distinct from YouTube. Maybe even, like, called something that, like, specifically brings that into attention. Um, specifically because a lot of these VR stories are, like, like already do that, essentially. Yeah. So you're, like, making fun of yourself while you're making fun of the people who do that thing. Yeah, every single name is just, like, a well-known, like story slash you know website or whatever and then with like one or two letters changed <laughs> legally distinct from yeah word um, art online and then you know this reviewer has probably like some cool adventures while playing these games but then has to like stop playing them in order to like move on to the next review and like abandons all the friends that they made on the way yeah so it's sad <laughs> i was just having this thought of maybe the whole character arc of this reviewer is that as he plays on he realizes that in the end it's not really about the gameplay mechanics but more about the communities that form around the vr mmo or or the late rpg mm. or anything of that they're the ones that well yeah it's not it's not really about the mecha mechanics per se. It's about how those mechanics lead to an interesting experience for the people who are playing the game. Yeah. And then, you know, if anybody, uh, like, figures out that they're, like, a reviewer or that reviewer, maybe they become a little bit infamous, then, like, in the game, like, they get attacked a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's already pretty common. Well... It kind it kind of depends. Like that's common for certain kinds of streamers, but like, as a reviewer, it's actually more likely that like you'd have a contingent of people who are just like, yeah, we want you to have the best experience possible, even if that's not necessarily the experience that just any random player is gonna have, because we want you to talk up this thing that we enjoy. Okay. Yeah, it's sad, or is I call you unqualified because you played the game incorrectly somehow? Okay. To be fair, some of them really are unqualified. It's like if you can't get past the first boss in a in a Dark Souls like you shouldn't be reviewing it. It was like guy who <laughs> couldn't get past a cuphead tutorial. <laughs> I don't want to look that up or bring them into it at all. So okay, so they so the they have to keep their identity secret because otherwise they get like followed around by like strangely attractive people who are just like trying to help them all the time. <laughs> 
or not even that attractive just like people who are like yeah here have this influx of gold so that you can figure out your uh, figure out your stuff early on I mean in game uh, money well he can't really do anything with any of the money so all he's doing is like yeah so thanks for the 10,000 gold that I can't use you annoying person uh, because like they don't want it to bias any of their, you know, reviews at all. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, the community's really welcoming. Um, to me, I don't know <laughs> how you guys are going to deal. Um, I mean, you know, if, like, one of their playthroughs gets, like, uh, kind of ruined like that, then in the review they're like, you know, just name your avatar this thing, and then <laughs> you'll have a good time. <laughs> Except that, you know... Avatar names are somewhat limited, and you don't want to duplicate much, so... Yeah. Uh, you can't have duplication, it just has to be limited duplication. Yeah. If, he, uh, if the reviewer doesn't stream, then at a certain point of his fame, he'll probably just lose his his normal username before you can even try it in some, in some reviews. It's like, yeah, so some idiot already took my name, which is great. Yeah, well, no, that would be, like, that would even be part of the plan. Like, they, they, he has, like, a decoy helper who just, like, goes in uh, to, like, pretend to be the reviewer while he sneaks off to, like, actually play the game like a normal person. How do you keep a decoy reviewer? <laughs> a decoy version of yourself? Yeah. You just find a guy who wants to have an easy playthrough and then just give him... And who looks vaguely like you, so that he's not too offset. By... Yeah, it could even just be his brother or something, you know? Like, okay, I'll I'll take the free stuff while you you do your job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And then, uh, what is the conflict of this story? <laughs> Probably just a search for a good MMO. Well, it seems more like uh. If we're, if we're going to go, you know, and actually describe it, it seems like the man versus self conflict is what we're setting up here. In that, like, they're kind of their own worst enemy. Yeah. Because they're getting famous and they're getting all this stuff, but it's not really helpful to actually doing their job. So they kind of got to, like, while they're working on trying to find, like, a good game or at least something that they can sort of stick with um they're fighting against the fame and like letting it change their opinions and just being like swept up by a bunch of uh hype around certain things like um you could pretty easily say that like the legendary moonlight sculptor specifically like game is garbage but like there's so much hype around the book and stuff that you could like play it up as like this super popular game that just sucks to play yeah yeah we should also include include a reference to that in, in the story <laughs> well yeah that's the point um, it's like the more popular the actual work that you're sort of parody parodying or basing it off of is then the more you sort of lean into the popular the game itself being popular or at least being well marketed and like coming out to high um high amounts of players yeah so like yeah we had this like enormous launch weekend but it sucks <laughs> okay and then you know eventually this guy gets famous enough that like some kind of media 
conglomerate outright wants to just like contract him into being their like correspondent or whatever. Yeah. But the contract comes with a lot of limitations on his ability to express his actual opinions. Sometimes those contracts can be good, but like, don't take one that limits the scope of the opinions you're allowed to uh, express. But but you know, also the money. <laughs> and the money's important. So, you know, like what kind of what, like what kind of monetary situation do we want this reviewer to be in? You know, uh, it kind of sucks at first. Yeah, like. <laughs> He probably has a low-paying office job that he doesn't enjoy. The reviewing makes him about as much money as he spends on the games. Yeah, but then he starts getting the games for free, which is nice. And then he starts getting sponsorships on top of that. And then he's like almost at the point that he can quit his day job. It's more likely to go the other way, actually. You get sponsors first and then you start getting games for free. What what are the spot? Unless people like really specifically want you to review their game. Oh. Okay, and then you know the contract uh, to be an official media correspondent comes up, and it's it's enough to like free him from his day job. But then he's kind of signing away his soul, so he has to like hold out until a more ethical offer comes along. Or specifically reject it and say, hey, I got this offer, everybody. Uh, I rejected it because it's not ethical. And then he gets, like, an actual an actual offer. Yeah. Or, you know, starts his own media company with the friends he made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. That seems a little bit too... You know, like, uh, during some of his, like, early early reviews, he got a few, like angry messages from developers who actually ended up becoming his friend or something. <laughs> he actually works with some of the developers to make games better. Yeah. It's like, hey, so like, you make these three changes, please. Yeah, he like pre-reviews them so they can be changed before they come out. <laughs> so that he can give them actual positive reviews. No, they need to pay him for yeah. that, but... Um, some cases that that job might be even easier than you think because like a lot of community how many how many games are there have communities that have been yelling at developers to fix the same one thing like for years and it's just never happened uh quite a few yeah <laughs> shit i mean i say this as somebody who plays path of exile so <laughs> my condolences <laughs> <laughs> That really is the only response to that, isn't <laughs> <Condolences>. it? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and then, you know, like, he goes from writing, like, just, you know, posts to, like, making videos. And then uh, somebody, like, offers him a job to become, like, a live esports commentator or something. And he's like, shh. That, that's not really a career path that a lot of people take. Yeah. And how does reviewer lead to I mean, the career path for... Well, specifically the career path for a, uh, for a commentator is usually you focus really hard in on one game and you, like, learn everything about it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then you start commenting on your own and eventually you work your way up to it, which is not the career path we're taking or here. Or maybe, you know, they he becomes a... 
one of those people. A celebrity guest on commentary sometimes. Or like <laughs> one of those people who go to the the expos where all the different companies are showcasing their stuff to report things. Well, yeah. You gotta do that. And then, and then he's like, wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me this is like a live broadcast with no script? You're expecting me to like talk like a human? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shit. He's like super awkward up on stage. <laughs> 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 you know the trials and tribulations of you know what what is once an introvert hobby turned into a into a job you have an entire like <laughs> novella length arc of him just being like super awkward at a con yeah <laughs> uh which you know he ends up hiding in a costume or something which calms him down <laughs> i don't know do what you want with that lots of lots of fun to be had okay um, do we want to introduce any other major characters in this story? Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah, because when you're, like, look, going into an MMO or MMO similar game, you're, you're not just going into the game, you're also going into the community. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's bound to, like, probably make, make some friends and stuff along the way, but... With the thing of constantly having to move on to a different MMO to review means that pretty much like um, the cast, like if we're if we're going for the episodic thing, the cast will be changed every for every game. Yeah, there's like a few recurring cast members probably, and a few people who are in more than one. But like the thing about MMOs is that like if another if other games are like buying a car uh getting into an mmo is a bit like buying a house yeah um because like other types of games you often like pick up and you can play it on your own and sometimes you'll play it with other people but mostly it's like done as a group done as like a single thing but like when you pick up an mmo you're like sitting down into a community and you're like figuring out everything about that community yeah just like as you're there so it's significantly different from the experience that you have with a lot of other games where you can just like review it super easily without necessarily having anything to do with the community mmos are like a whole different beast so he's just gonna he's gonna be all lonely because everybody else well not lonely because he's got communities no they're just new communities each time it's just like it's like those children who have to move schools a lot as a kid. It's so sad. <laughs> and sometimes those children pick up friends that they continue to talk to for years. Like No, they're usually just sad. <laughs> I I knew like three of them and all of them had people that they continued to talk yeah, to. Yeah, but it's just sad and it's hard to make new friends. This probably depends on how extroverted you are. <laughs> For some reason, I'm drawing... And on how much practice you have with it. It depends on, like... Because, you know, like, for me, personally, if I knew I was going to move away in a year, I wouldn't make any close friends, because it'd be like, oh, so much effort for so little return. <laughs> that seems like a difficult life to live. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky I didn't I didn't move around a lot as a kid, otherwise... <laughs> things would have gotten a little bit lonely. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so you can write his reaction to this whole, like, being transplanted in and out of communities all the time. Well, he could also, you know, have one that he plays fairly regularly, just like, hey, I played this one 
every other day, and then I I do my reviewing one in the op- in the other times. Okay. So in the end, it's about the the game that he comes back to. Exactly, and like maybe maybe even the one that he comes back to changes over time. And it's no longer the game he once knew. That happens as well. <laughs> yeah. And you know sometimes like there's just like a ground shaking event in a uh, community or a game that you're used to, and it's just like. Yeah, I don't really fit here anymore. Yeah. And, you know, if uh, whoever writes this has any any game stories that they particularly like, you can take this opportunity to kind of push it as the fun one that the MC comes back to. Very subtly. <laughs> and by subtly, we mean not subtly at all. This isn't a sponsored web serial we're talking about. There's no conflict of interest. <laughs> No, it's free, Bob. I do enjoy <laughs> the number of levels of meta humor that there are in this story. It's like almost entirely meta humor. Exactly. Um, well, it's not all meta humor. Sometimes it's just meta commentary, yeah. and sometimes it's meta meta commentary. Um, and then, what else? Does he end up getting like an assistant? I mean, probably. It's it's hard to continue to produce content on the regular just by yourself. Yeah, if he's moving from text to to videos and streaming eventually, he's gonna he's got probably gonna get an editor at least. Okay. Oh, you're gonna pick up a team if you're moving to videos and streaming. Okay, so so we'll have the recurring cast be his real life uh, associates. You know, there's one that does the video editing. And then one who, like, researches new games to try, and one who negotiates contracts and stuff, or something. You know, like, he, he just picks up more and more, more and more helpers throughout, throughout the story, and then he's like... He starts building an actual, like, review team. Yeah, and then he's like, wait a minute, did I, like, just, like, become a corporation? Oh my god, did I become organized? <laughs> I became what I le- what I hated the most. <laughs> Except that I didn't hate it, to be honest. It was kind of the goal from the beginning, Become- now that I'm thinking about it. And he's like, oh, I need an accountant. Oh my god. Because <laughs> you know you've made it when you need an accountant. <laughs> oh, that's, that's when you start to scream internally and then immediately, like, check all your money into the void. <laughs> No accountant. Uh, and then... I refuse to have an accountant. All of this money beyond what I spend to live right now goes straight to the charity. <laughs> no way. And I was like, you realize that, like, if you got an accountant, your tax efficiency would be more than the cost of the accountant's salary, right? And he's like, I don't care. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, you know, someone could, like, sue him for, like, one of those inappropriate lawsuits for slander. What do you call those? Slap suits? Yeah, slap suits. Defamation. Yeah. And then he has to, like, get a lawyer. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Why are are we diving into this side of it? Well, like, what? It's... What else are you going to do? I mean, I guess you're going to end the story before we get to this point. But 
in the, in the spirit of lit RPG as we a never ending web series. Lit RPG litigation at RPG. <laughs> to be fair, there was quite a bit of that. <laughs> and then you know we can make some like uh, passing references to actual uh, you know. Uh, controversies in the lit RPG community. Which we're not going to discuss on this podcast. Nah, if you don't know what we're talking about, and email us and we'll fill you in. Absolutely do that, because yeah. uh, this is one of those emails that Eunice will be happy to respond to. And then... Because she likes getting angry for some reason. Kate keeps me thin. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can have some parodies on some uh, well-known figures in our community if you, you know, don't mind potentially getting sued. And you turn, you turn those uh, figures into the CEOs of the game companies. See, now that would be meta, 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 meta commentary if you actually got sued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... Okay, well, we're not suggesting you do anything that would get you sued, because that's... Nope. Not on this that's, podcast, that's yeah, not a thing we do. It's highly, you know, bothersome, even if, you know, you we win. <laughs> yeah. Even if you win, uh, it can get really expensive, which is not great, especially in jurisdictions where you would have to pay your own costs yeah. regardless. Yeah. So, you know, if, if it's like... In Britain, it's fine, but in the U.S., yeah. not so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why Americans make everyone pay their own legal fees. Loser pays all fees is clearly the better rule. Because <laughs> we want rich people to win. Uh, anyway, on that sobering note... <laughs> okay, so I, I think we, you know, we have enough to start you on your never-ending web serial. <laughs> Exactly. And it's not exactly a web serial in the way that you would usually conceptualize it, but it's certainly something that you could release in a serialized manner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you happen to read a lot of lit RPGs and have a lot of opinions, this might be for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, Nil, let's have you plug your, your writing again. Tell everyone where they can find it. Um... Okay then, I'm Sir Neil on Roll Road. You can either search for my uh, username account, but or more easily just search either Mycology or Tautology. Mycology is a VRMMO story which I wrote, started writing when I was like 17. So it's been going on, it's been going on strong for a for like two years now. And Tautology is a more recent endeavor. It's Something I just can't describe. I, I don't know. Read it for yourself or don't. Uh, yeah, that's about it. For me. It's a take on a superhero story. Oh, that's really cute. I've also been writing my, my lit RPG since I was 17, but that was a considerably longer ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Technically, I think I've been writing mine since I was 16. Whatever. Rewrites don't count. <laughs> Okay, even if we're not counting rewrites, I still have uh, five chapters from that uh, take on it. You guys make me feel old. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, uh, if you like this idea and are going to write it, 
email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. If you'd like to be a guest, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. What like and rate us wherever that's available for podcasts. I think that's something that starts with an S and iTunes. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. See you next week. See you, I guess. Well, not next week for me. <laughs>